Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Happy Friday. Good morning. Welcome to what, Weekend Eve? Can we call it Weekend Eve, Tom DeCelestino, executive producer? There's Christmas Eve. There's All Hallows Eve. I don't think there's Easter Eve, but there should be. What about Weekend Eve? Every Friday. You should trademark it. Ooh, I should trademark it, shouldn't I? Uh, I have a pickle story that I'm pretty excited about. I sent um, Diesel a pickle gift this morning with a pickle getting shades. And in classic Diesel fashion, because that's a random thing to get. There was no question mark. There was no what are you talking about. There is no why a pickle. Just silence, like we discussed yesterday. When Diesel gets a text not for him or he doesn't understand, there's no response. But you can't avoid pickle stories, Tom. You're going to get one in 20 minutes. Pretty excited. We'll also give you some World Series predictions. You've got one of the hottest postseason teams in baseball history. The Astros trying to be only the second team since League Championship Series began in the 70s to go undefeated on route to a World Series win against a Phillies team. 20 fewer wins in that ballpark that feel like a team of destiny Rather than dominance, game one begins tonight, so we'll get into that a little bit. We'll talk Clay Thompson versus Charles Barkley, although maybe that's a little reductive by me. Charles Barkley gave some truth to Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson pushback just seems sad in saying, yeah, I guess you're right, but why do you got to be so mean? That Basically, it's really compelling stuff, and it's been a theme of the week, which we'll start with here in a second. No matter how great you are, no matter how dominant as an athlete, no matter how hard you work, time and unfairness to a degree eventually comes for you. Nick Costos is our new Friday regular. Last week gave us some big winners, big winners. And really excited to hear what he's cooking up for us in terms of gambling. This week, Odyssey Gambling Insider, the host, co-host of You Better You Bet. We've got Buy or Sell. How's Buy or Sell today, Diesel? How you feel about it? You excited? Optimistic? A weekend eve edition of Buy or Sell. <laughs> weekend eve. Wow. That's, that's, uh, we got bum of the week uh, today. And as we always do every Friday, last segment, who, who's the biggest bum in sports? And I'm just going to give you a little hint. There's a robust number of nominees on this weekend eve. And for the first time in a while, what, three minutes into the show, I can guarantee you that D-Cell is going to be nominated. I can guarantee you that Bogish, to his chagrin, probably, <clears throat> got it wrong with the Patriots, is going to be nominated. And I can tell you that I'm going to be nominated. You Knicks fans, on my, getting on my Twitter mentions, know what I'm talking about. Pretty excited. 
All right, you know the standard fare, but let's go through it again in case you want to reach out. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. If you want to get on the air, share your perspective, say hi to D-Cell, dial a phone number. That's free, 855-212-4CBS. Twitter, Andrew Bogish, at Andrew Bogish. He'll be with us in 20 minutes. Tom Pretty Daddy DeCelestino at Decel CBS. That's D E C E L CBS, as in DeCelestino. His other nickname, other than Pretty Daddy. Pretty Daddy is the one that he embraces, though. I'm on there, Sports Rider, Sports R E I T E R. Thank you for listening. If you missed the show, if you're away from your, your hometown and the affiliate that's uh, gracious enough to, to carry us, free Odyssey app is the go to place. I don't believe in quitting. But I also don't believe in cliches. And so many athletes and so many people just live by words, monikers that are passed down that you feel like you have to live up to to be a real man, to be a real... And one of them is don't quit. Winners never quit. Don't be a quitter. Well, I'm here to tell you there's nothing wrong with Tom Brady retiring midseason. I'm here to tell you that if Tom Brady wakes up today, and it's not just the loss against the Ravens last night, it's not just the historical lows that he's hit, and we'll get to those in a second, it's not just the the clinging sadness that seems to wrap itself around him everywhere he goes now, and it's not just the report yesterday, What ill? how ill-timed, by the way, that his estranged wife, reportedly estranged wife, Giselle, supermodel, model, Mother of some of the kids. He also has a has a son from a previous relationship. Has given him an ultimatum. It's me or it's football and the decision needs to happen. We're not really sure when. It's all of those things in combination. It's actually okay to quit sometimes. It's okay to admit that you were wrong. It's okay to wake up and decide that this isn't working. Because here's the practical reality. I can't tell you what's going on, not really in Tom Brady's personal life. I can tell you, as someone who has covered a host of news, NBA now, but has been a reporter on the inside of, of many sports, baseball back in the day, a little NFL, a little UFC, a bu- never soccer, but a bunch of stuff, information that you get is almost always given in exchange for something. People want information from you, or they want the information out for a strategic reason. There's no reason to leak that Giselle has made an ultimatum on Tom Brady in the same basically news cycle that he's playing an important football game unless it's meant to be punitive or hurtful. doesn't mean it's from her, but it does mean things have gotten ugly enough that the people in their orbits are firing shots at each other. And you add all this up, whatever is going on in his personal life. The fact that he's a 45-year-old... And his credit, by the way, is not a, not a shot. Who looks like a 45-year-old for the first time. Looks like he's in his 40s for the first time in his career. The fact that his team looks uninspired. And the fact that he is playing at not just a poor level, but he looks miserable doing it. Now, if you watched the game last night, 27-22 sounds close, right? Final score. It really wasn't. The only touchdown pass Brady had on the day, to his credit, again, too little, too late, summed up probably this season and what's going to happen going forward. He had a, d- a drive at the end of the game, threw a touchdown pass with not much time left. In theory, there was an opportunity for an onside kick, and obviously the Bucks tried that, but in the way the onside kicks work now, as you know, really, really, really rare to recover those. They didn't. That was game. 
27-22 is flattering to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady's line, which I didn't even write down, I don't even have in front of me. I don't know what it was. It was a lot of passes. He completed a lot of them. He threw for 325 yards or whatever it was. Touchdown, no pick. Again, it's misleading. He did not play well. And he sounded after the game, and I, I, I know the playing armchair psychologist can be a little annoying and a little dangerous, but it's also true that as a human being, you can hear when somebody's miserable and sad and depressed and, and off. And this has been true at every step of Tom Brady's experience as a, as a football player this year. And post-game yesterday, having lost to a Ravens team that's inconsistent, having lost to a Ravens team that now at 5-3 and three looks formidable. By the way, and that Ravens team went through a bunch of injuries in the first half. A bunch of injuries, including Mark Andrews, their tight end, who just went down. That Bucks team still couldn't win, couldn't do it at home. They were 3-4, and four, good chance to not salvage the season, but at least get on the right track. Now they're 3-5. and five. All the stuff, all of the angst, whatever's gone in his personal life, all of it, to me, leads us to a Tom Brady who sounds so unhappy. Again, it's okay to stop playing a game that makes you have to have press conferences and moments of the media and self-reflections of sadness like this one. I think we've struggled pretty much at everything. You know, we just struggled in the red area, struggled in third down, struggled in the run game, uh, two-point plays, um, short yardage, backed up, start first quarter, start of the third quarter. Not very good offense football. I think it was Shylock and the Merchant of Venice who said, if you cut me, do I not bleed? I'm someone misquoting that. The same is true of wealthy, good-looking, all-time great quarterbacks. These guys look as if they're invincible because they lead to most of us lives of invincibility. Wealthy, married to a beautiful woman, funny, talented, all that. The guy is unhappy. He He's unhappy. And a little insight, not a lot, but a little insight. If you saw last night post-game or read about on Twitter or heard some of the coverage locally, and, and Disa, you mentioned this, and I, it occurred to me too, it, it jumped out. Tom Brady just looking off into space, apparently in the locker room, just miserable. Now, you, you might be inclined to say, well, a lot of guys that lose games that are in a bad spot might look that way. But I would beg to differ. Having And again, not, not a Tom Brady expert, but having covered several, many, many more than several Tom Brady games where my assignment back when I was a columnist was just right about Tom Brady in those moments. I've been around the guy. I've had to follow the guy around when he's lost. Ironically, somewhat, after he lost in the Super Bowl in Indianapolis many years ago to the Giants, I think that was the second time the Giants beat them, I had to write about Tom Brady, and I followed him from the locker room to the podium, down the hallway. Weirdly, Giselle, who's very tall, by the way, was standing three feet from me the entire time because she was following her man, and I was following the man that I had to write about. And Tom Brady wasn't happy. He was he was pissed. But there was an air of, uh, I'm a warrior, and I'm in this, and I lost, but I'm going to try to be gracious. There was a, a confidence in his frustration, he didn't look broken. That was a heartbreaking moment. This is different. This is a guy, to me, who knows he's made a mistake playing football. And whether that's a mistake because he can't play at the level he wants to, whether it's a mistake because he's just miserable in it for the first time, whether it's a mistake because it's affecting his personal life and the trade-off he thought he was going to have, the, man, I'm not even good at this anymore, not good enough, and my family's falling apart, or it's all those things, 
it adds up to a Tom Brady who shouldn't be afraid to walk away. It doesn't matter what the stupid expression is. It doesn't matter what knee-jerk reaction is, including me or people like me are going to say, he quit, he walked out on his team. No one's going to care. No one's going to remember. More likely they're going to remember Tom Brady, the broken quarterback, than Tom Brady that goes to a podium and says, you know what? It's not working. It doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. Historic lows. This is, And again, these stats are historically low for Tom Brady. It speaks to his excellence all time. It also speaks to the inevitability of Father Time beating the crap out of him. First one. At 3-5, and five, this is amazing. This is the first time in his career Tom Brady's been two games under five hundred. Think about that. Ever. Ever. It's amazing. It is the first time... He has lost five of six games. That is a terrible, terrible stretch. And the next one's kind of like Kobe. There's a stat like this on Kobe Bryant missing the most shots ever. When you take a lot of shots and make a lot of shots, you miss a lot of shots. But last night he became the most sacked quarterback in the history of the National Football League, which is not a reflection to me on his shortcomings. It's a reflection on his longevity, but also it's a perfect reminder from the universe, from the football gods, from the fates, from the unfair humor sometimes that is cast upon all of us, that this dude's career was never going to be forever because it doesn't last that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't It doesn't go that way. The guy is miserably unhappy, and he's not playing at a high level. And to me, the thing yesterday that was the most telling in that game is the way in which he just looked like he didn't want to be out there. His body language, his demeanor, his energy. Forgive me, forces of karma, for comparing the greatest quarterback of all time to one of the most disappointing quarterbacks of all time, but it was classic. I had Jay Cutler, Chicago Bear fan, PTSD flashbacks. I did, where you're looking at someone and you're just thinking, they don't want to be there. They're angry that they're there. They're put out they have this responsibility. It's okay to walk away. It's okay to quit. Tom Brady knows his own body, his own excellence, his own ability, his own team better than the rest of us. He can't come to the podium and say, we suck, we're not going to win, I'm broken emotionally, or I'm fine emotionally, but this team's terrible. But he knows. And if what we're seeing is what the reality is, if this Bucks team isn't good enough, if Tom Brady isn't good enough, if he's not in the position in terms of his physical excellence or just his mental state to be a leader, if it's not going to turn around and his family's in jeopardy in terms of like his family being together, again, it's a question mark, if his unhappiness is in jeopardy, if it's just the simple fact of I'm 45 and it hurts and I'm in pain. And remember, Gisela's wife, I think it was the Charlie Rose show years ago, let it out, the cat out of the bag that he has concussions. He's had concussions before. And then she kind of stopped and hemmed and hawed. But I went back and read it again this morning. If you read the interview, it's clear. This is three or four years ago. Tom Brady's had impacts from playing football, according to his wife. He's had issues with the consequences of the physicality of the, of the game. Don't sleep on the fact that it's entirely possible, on top of everything we're talking about, that the guy's just physically beat up and exhausted. There's nothing wrong with him with that. It, it doesn't make him some kind of coward, some kind of idiot, some kind of lesser man. The opposite of that. But eventually you got to give up the ghost. It's okay for Tom Brady to retire in, in season. I know he said he wouldn't. Do it if that's what it is. It's okay. Put your body first. Put reality first. If this is really part of the deal, as it has been reported out there, and certainly from Giselle's camp, because I don't think Tom Brady's leaking this, put your family first. You don't like your wife putting pressure on you to do something that you don't want to do in order to be happy in your marriage? Welcome to marriage. I mean, this is bigger stakes than it's public, but welcome to marriage. I mean, you should see the things that I do 
to keep my wife happy. And I've seen the Snoopy costume from Tom DeCelestino. Hey, Tom Brady, welcome to marriage. And it's one thing not to give it up. You're playing at a high level. Because I understood at the start of the season, if you're a Hall of Famer, it's, I, I can't do this forever. Babe, sweetie, honey bun, bunny rabbit, whatever he calls her, I don't know. I don't know. I called my wife Babe, doing it for 20 years. One day she just hated it. Don't call me Babe. It's misogynistic. I'm like, Babe, I can't. That, was 20 years. that conversation was 20 years ago. Babe, sorry. That's, that's who we are. Whatever he calls her, I understand saying to her in a term of affection at the start of the season, I can't do this forever. Once it's gone, it's never coming back, and I love it. And in that context, you, maybe you do do it until you can't. But I also think it's okay to wake up in October or November and realize, actually, you can't now. It's already gone. And if it's gone, no reason to force it. It's okay for Tom Brady to walk away. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I, I love the Rick and Morty show. And so Pickle Rick, if you've seen the show, is, a, is an incredible character moment. Now, D-Cell doesn't know what that means. That's fine. And but I don't think Bogus knows what that means, uh, nor what a QB controversy means. But that's fine. It's a different subject altogether. Different thing altogether. I have a story about a pickle man that just kind of blew my mind yesterday. We're going to get into that and some World Series predictions when we come back in a moment here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show, Bill Ryder with you. Well, we just got done talking about Tom Brady and moments before we went on the air, but we didn't see it. TMZ, among others, reporting, I guess TMZ, excuse me, sorry, TMZ reporting Tom Brady and Giselle are filing for divorce today. According to TMZ, they have a settlement in place to dissolve. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your marriage, and it will be filed officially 
at some point today. It's a bummer, man. I, I mean, that is that is sad. It's sad for the kids. And, and, and I said this in the segment before I knew that was the news. The leak yesterday and that news cycle that there was an ultimatum to me felt really punitive from Giselle or someone near Giselle. You can leak that at any point. The day of a game, to me, was intended to hurt, to harm. People lash out when they fight. I've never been divorced. Hope never to experience it. I'm sure people lash out when they get divorced in particular. That's what that felt like. I feel bad for feel bad for Tom Brady. I don't even know, and Diesel, it feels ugly to ask this, but I, I guess all I will. I'm not even sure how this affects him going forward. It's not a guarantee he's going to play better just because what we all speculate is official. I'm not sure he's just going to wake up Saturday and, well, all right, that's taken care of. There's a reason the guy's been sad. Of course I'm sure it impacts his life on the field, his performance as an athlete. I mean, we've seen these celebrity divorces play out before. I mean, you know, you hate to see it, but a lot of times these things get ugly. Like, it could get even worse from here. Yeah, you're right. What a bummer. What what an absolute what an absolute bummer. Hello, Andrew Bogus. Good morning, buddy. Hey, guys. Well, we're all... You know, we're all married, so we're doing okay so far. So it's pretty far, rare so there's good. three three guys on a show together who are all still in their first marriages. We're <laughs> defying the odds. Are Seriously. we? Good for us. I think so. Don't half don't half of marriages end in divorce now. I yeah, I guess we are beating Isn't, the odds just based on that. that. Yeah. Uh, we're all gonna be nominated for bum of the week later, by the way. But we can get to that in a little bit. Ah. Uh, 118th World Series begins tonight is the second biggest differential in terms of regular season wins in MLB history. Houston won 106 games this regular season. And the 87-win, uh, this 87-win Phillies team is in simply because, but you know, to their credit, they're here, the new format that allowed an extra team. The last time that there was this, and the only time, this wide of a margin, you guys will remember this, is that 1906 classic between the Cubs and White Sox. Uh, Houston could also become just the second team to go undefeated in the playoffs since the LCS was introduced in 1969. Excuse me, I said 1979 earlier in the show. I got that wrong when the Reds went 7-0. and And for Houston to do it, they'd have to go 11-0. and Houston is a team of dominance. It feels like the Phillies may be a team of destiny. There is excellent pitching on both sides of the equation. And for me, at least, Justin Verlander versus Bryce Harper is going to be awesome. Do either of you want to venture, before I tell my pickle story, and you guys argue about quarterback controversies, do um, either of you want to venture a prediction here? Tom, this is your you know your show. You can go first. Uh, I'm going to go with Philadelphia in Ooh. seven. Whoa! I think I they like have it. the best player currently in this series playing at the top of his game. The Phillies feel like a team of destiny. They have no business being here right now. I'm going to go with the Phillies in seven games. Oh, snap. Okay, I like it. Look at this. Diso getting edgy again. All right, all right, all right. Do either of you want to argue with me that Bryce Harper is the best player in this series? Uh, not that. I, I don't. I'll make a prediction, but just I don't like the Astros. And I hold it against Dusty Baker, what happened to my Cubs a long time ago. So I don't, I'm going to go Phillies too, but it doesn't feel like that is based on logic as much as it is what I want to be true. (laughs) That's okay. I usually don't use logic for my takes. (laughs) I'm aware of that. I'll go Philly. I'll go Philly in 
six. Wow. He says with limited confidence. I'm going to go against you guys. I'm going to say the Astros in six because I think the problem for Philadelphia is they haven't played since Sunday. I think that's that's a long time to go to keep up all the good feelings, all the good emotions. I think this little mini break is going to zap them enough of their magic, and the Astros are the better team, and they're going to win the series in six. The Astros also haven't played since Sunday. But the Phillies Phillies went from racing to the end of the regular season to get in. They played two wild card games. They went right back for game one of the next series and then went right into the NLCS. And now they've got five days to do nothing. The rest will do them well. He no his uh, Bogus's logic holds up. His analysis is spot on. His understanding of momentum and its power is real, as is a, a pause's ability to break it. I just don't want it to be true, so I'm gonna pretend that it's not. I'm gonna pull D cell. I mean, you're right. You're right. I just and I probably should let this thing go with the Astros. I probably should. It just feels too soon for the Astros. To just be like, okay, we're not gonna cheat this time. Reset. We're one of the best teams in MLB history. Well, what do we do though if? And it's not about forgiveness. It's just more about the context. And as Diesel always says, context matters. What do we do if we assume that they didn't cheat again after getting caught and now they win this World Series, that they're being in multiple ones since getting caught? I mean, they, they've had no, almost no difference in their production versus cheating and not. Like, how, do we, how does this tack on to the story of them being evildoers? I mean, I think... It is, and forgive the sort of mixed metaphor here, right? Because because I know what I'm about to cite is not is much worse than what we're talking about here. But I don't hold this current Penn State team against you know Penn State of Sandusky, even though I thought that program should have been suspended for a decade. I, I no longer hold Baylor, right? Like I think at a certain point there's enough distance that it's just all new people, and and they don't have to carry the weight of the people before them. I just don't know. For me, if there's enough distance, there are some. One in particular notable holdovers. Like, I right. know it's a new GM, it's a new coach, but yeah, I mean. I think it's four guys Bregman, Altuve, Verlander, and the fourth. Oh, Verlander. Yeah, right. and the fourth guy I can't remember that have been on all of the World Series teams in this stretch. Do we know if Wheeler or Nola is starting today? Oh, we do know. It's Nola today, Wheeler tomorrow. It is Nola. They, I don't love that either. Except I think he gave the Astros their last loss. The last series of the regular season when the Phillies clinched their wild card spot, he was great in Houston. Now, the Astros are playing for nothing, but that's the last time they lost, I believe. Is this a must-win game for the Phillies tonight, Diesel? No, no, no. No. No, I'm following your logic. It's not a must-win game until it's an elimination game. Can I tell ah, you guys the Klug theory. The Klug theory. How the bleep should I know? Um... <laughs> Uh, Kluger. Can I uh, can I tell you guys a quick story? I love Rick and Morty. I think we've established you guys have not watched Rick and Morty, right? That's kind of where we are. I'm the Rick and Morty guy. You guys haven't. There's a great episode called Pickle Rick, where Rick, the genius Rick Sanchez, the genius granddad, uh, turns himself into a pickle and then fights bad guys. It's magical. So last night, I live in Manhattan Beach. I drove to Culver City to meet my buddy who lives in the valley halfway, have some food, have some drinks, took an Uber, that's not true. My wife drove me. I was going to take an Uber. I made her drive me and uh, have some gin and tonics. And we get to this outdoor place, and a guy, like a hipster-looking guy, starts to set up his musical equipment. 
and it's busy, and he's like, you know, he's sort of warming up, and he sounds like he has a good voice, and I'm, and you know, he's got the beanie hat, and he's got the little goatee, and he looks like, I'm like, oh, this guy's, and he's really serious, he's got his little, he's going to follow me on Instagram, so I like go about drinking my drink, hang out with my buddy, and he starts to play, and I'm not looking at him, and he's really good, he's really good, and he's facing the other way, and I think I hear him say, I'm a pickle, but I'm like, okay, that's no, just, anyway, I'm weird, it's just in my brain, <laughs> and then like in the next song, because he, he's singing like cla- like 90s pop, but putting the word pickle in there, and I turn around, and he's in a full pickle suit. <laughs> He's in a full pickle suit. And I just... What kind of pickle do we know? Sweet and sour? Dill? It looked like a dill pickle. It looked like one of the... Like a big dill pickle. And and like then he took a break and went to a table to see some friends. And he pulled the pickle hat over him so it was more of a pickle. So I was just trying to... like I'm just trying to to get my mind... He was really good. Great voice. Right? Like talent. People were tipping him. Why a pickle? Why would you dress as a pickle? And he was, and he was singing pickle songs, or he. So I mean, I, I wish I could remember some of the songs. Like, pick a '90s pop song, and then just insert the word pickle at the end. Like he, he was singing real music, but then he would just say pickle at the end, or in the. It was weird. All right. So I mean, at least it's consistent. It's not just he dresses like a pickle while singing '90s rock songs. He had to lose. He had to lose some sort of bet. Like, this has to be some sort of dare, some nah. sort of, like... It's this is his thing. Too weird. It's th- does it detract from your excellence? That's, my I guess, my question. If you're really good at what you do, but you just decide that you want to have a little niche, in this case, you want to be a pickle guy. <sighs> yes. Yes, it absolutely does. Well, I think he might have picked too little of a niche, though, because how far can yeah. you go as the pickle singing guy? I always, I always feel bad because I can't tell. Does this guy sell... You know, is he in sales or he's a teacher or he's a principal by day and this is his passion? Or is this how he's making his living? Like, this is like, I didn't quite make it as a musician because some of the best, some of the best music you'll ever hear at random spots is in L.A. And some of the best looking people that will ever bring you food are in L.A. People will tell you because there's a lot of failed musicians and actors here. It's just, it's just, so like, I, I, if this is what he's still, the dream that he's chasing and the pickles is, is like, La- then I feel really, I kind of feel bad. Here's my question. Full pickle suit worse than my full Snoopy suit? I mean, he didn't have fur, to be fair. Right, he, and he, was, and he likes wearing it, right? He could play the guitar like he had really good hands. Um, But yours, you know, you're leaning into the absurdity and the humiliation. <laughs> yes, thank you for reminding me of that. He... he I wish I could remember one of the songs. You know, he, um, I don't know. Yeah, it might be worse because he's also in public. I disagree. No. You're looking at this the wrong way. I mean, D-Cell, we discussed the other day, the Snoopy costume is like a punishment. Like the the look on D-Cell's face, he knows, we know he's in pain. The wife is doing this to him on purpose. I'm assuming Pickle Guy, on his own free will, is yeah, the fair. pickle guy, and he's making money off of it. How much money have you raked in as Snoopy so far? It's fair. You're just as wrong about this as you are the New England Patriots QB controversy. Yeah, I'm definitely wrong, because who's starting this weekend? <laughs> What's that Green Day song that ended Seinfeld? I, sh- I can never remember the name of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. It was the last... I can't. I don't want to sing, because you guys... I think you it- should. Another day, upon, you know, time of your life. Okay. 
And, like another, and then he's like, another day as a pickle. <laughs> like, I was like, what are you talking <laughs> about, man? <laughs> like, it was moments, stuff like, and he's so good. He was like, he was excellent. So, like, I'm into this, like, the version, and you're kind of into it, and then he just drops in pickle. I kind of love this guy. I'm not going to lie. I should have gotten his contact info. Could have had him on. Exactly. Come I'll on. go back to this place. The place is good. All right. Well, if you call um, the place, just ask him. They've got to know who he is. They hired him, right? Oh, yeah. Just I call. Just don't go back. It's the weirdest place. It's an Irish pub that has amazing food, but much of it is more English because there's a lot of Indian food and curry, more of an English thing than an Irish thing, but it specializes in gin and tonics. And awesome their band spot. dresses as pickles. They're just they confused. Dress- They've got some identity issues. Guy dresses a pickle. Where are we at on the great quarterback controversy of 2022 in, in New England between you um, two? Uh, it's ongoing. I mean, as of right now, it's settled. Who's starting the second straight game for the Patriots? The guy I said that was going to start. I, what's the debate? But Will he get say... more than three series yeah, on that's, Sunday? You that's said no plan, quarterback apparently. controversy. You said no, no I did not. I said there was, I, What I said was Mac Jones had to start once he was healthy. That's all I said. So we that meant no controversy at the moment, what? fine. But he's starting again. Play the no, clip. Play the, right. You Here's have the, it, play it. It's a quarterback controversy. Is that my voice? <laughs> I don't know. God, this, this place is well? not a home for journalism. <laughs> Did I do it well? Probably yes, which is why I'm so insulted by it. <laughs> um, it's all right. I, I, I said the Knicks signing of Jalen Brunson was a total disaster. And Knicks fans are coming out of the woodwork. And normally... It's six games. That's the thing. I'm like, I don't mind being wrong. On this one, I just want... I haven't done it yet. I just want to respond, you know, with Julius Randle. I just want like that to be my response. But he's back, apparently. I'm just saying these guys tend to overreact, and so do sometimes media in the market, to, like, Knicks play, players playing well. He's Michael Jordan! Oh, man. He <laughs> scored 22 <laughs> points in a random game. It's a, <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Go dress in a pickle suit. It'll calm you down. I don't think the quarterback controversy is over, Bogus. That's the thing. I think there is. The fact they're going back to Mac Jones, it is a quarterback controversy. Or they're picking the guy who was the quarterback before he got injured, and now he's starting again, which is exactly what one of us said last week. I, what is your memory? What is your memory of when you and, and D-Cell talked and D-Cell was right and you were wrong? In a in a different scenario or this scenario? No, this one, this particular scenario. I have no memory because it never happened. I'm sorry. What is what am I missing here? You're missing nothing. You're doing this on purpose to once again pit me and my friend against each other. <laughs> no. Yeah, because you can't let us be happy. D cell. Hey, D cell said you came into his. What, what what was it? What happened today? Uh, we were on the phone, Bill. You and I, planning out the show. I was in a room with a door closed. Mister Bogus then came into the room, didn't knock. Didn't announce himself, just started talking. Hear while, he, hear he. While, <laughs> while I was on the phone with you mid-sentence and said, uh, make sure you guys leave some time for me to gloat about Mac Jones starting for New England. I'd be quite the uh, master manipulator if I was able to somehow get you to do that while I was trying to talk to him on the phone. No, you didn't make me do that, but I have to do that because of your manipulation. What's guys, the gloat? Is, 
This is not hard. The show gets recorded. Go back to last week. What did you get right? I'm confused what you got right. That Mac Jones was going to start once he was healthy, and he's going to do it for a second straight game. I feel like the context of this was Mac Jones was going to play. I I think you're getting into semantics now. Folks, I will give you. You are right right this week. I can't give you less. Yes, he started last week, but he played three series and completed three passes. I I can't speak to Bill Belichick. There is still a controversy, by the way. This is not cemented going forward that Mac Jones is now the quarterback for the rest of the season. Do you even remember what your question was that day in Buy or Sell? Uh, I do, that Mac Jones should be the starter going forward. Okay, and I said yes because it's his job. Can't but lose it for injury. Starter so going thanks, forward, I see myself out. You, it's not that you start, it's also that you finish. It, it's inherent in the question. That, that wasn't the question. The out. No. But that is, you're doing semantics. Like if you're the I'm starter... Not. I'm not. I can't control what happens after the game starts. You, you You're are doing exactitudes. You are correct right now, but he has not. No, stop talking. You're good. No, he. Point, we still have a controversy. If he does not play well, Bailey Zappi will get more playing time. Right, and I and and if you go back to the tape again, I said if you get six weeks from now and he stinks and Bailey Zappi comes thing. in, okay, he might not get six weeks. He might get six series. Fine, but your question that day was. Should Mac Jones start? And I said, yes, it's his job. And here he is starting again. I can't, I don't understand. Nobody did what Bill Belichick understood what he did last week. And he Another finally has seen the light. Another in the road. I'm pickle. This is some pickle we're in right now. <laughs> but it tastes good to me at the moment because Diesel just said I'm right. For now. Yeah, you, you For crushed right it. now. <laughs> you crushed Thank it. Thank you very much. Um, Charles Barkley criticized Clay Thompson and really just spoke honestly, Bogus, it's interesting to, to watch, uh, about where, where, where Clay is at. And Clay Thompson gave one of the saddest responses. D-Cell just ended the debate, and you're trying to start it again. I'm not. I'm just saying you'll like the clip. You should listen to it. I'm it's not really going to listen. I'm going to double ignore it. I'm going to ignore it more than I usually do when I'm not here. If you double ignore it, you listen. Isn't a double negative a positive? No, I'm going to do I'm gonna listen to something executives? else instead of just listening to the silence of the show. I understand. I understand. Uh, Clay Thompson with a message for, for, for Charles Barkley and to those who will listen, Andrew, other people. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, this season for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free, Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say good night to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fixed Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Warriors are 3-2. and two. I think they're going to be really good. Steph Curry looks amazing. The young guys are kind of figuring it out. Draymond Lesso, Clay even Lesso. I know Clay scored some points last night, but was really inefficient. 6 of 19. Good win against the Heat. But Clay Thompson, last postseason, certainly in the finals when he returned last year, end of last year. This early, I know, five games, regular season, he doesn't look right. And this is what I love about Charles Barkley. The guy calls it like he sees it. As much as I love Clay. He's slipping. Uh, same thing with Draymond. They're not the same. In the finals, you could see they're not the same guys they was two or three years ago. So when I watched the Warriors play, I says, oh, man, Father Time is knocking on the door on a couple of those guys. They, they, these guys have won four championships. That's like playing two or three extra seasons. They, and they're past 30. You factor in Clay, who's had two major, major surgeries. I think you saw tonight, he's like, this young boy is kicking my ass. Ain't nothing I can do about it. There was a time when Clay Thompson was the best two-way guard in the NBA. And he's not the same guy. And that's because of injuries. Now, can, is he done? No, I don't think he's done. I think he's slowing down and is catching up. with. That's why he's frustrated. The reason people get really frustrated when Barkley says these things, players, is not because it's not true. It's because it's easy to dismiss me or someone else didn't play, doesn't always talk about, never played the game. Barkley's words carry weight. It's hard to dismiss it with the same old silliness. And I think that's important to keep in mind as you hear Clay Thompson not argue, but just sound hurt, not just by Barkley's words, by the truth of those words. You know, it hurts when, uh, you know, someone like Charles Barkley with the platform he has says you're not the same player prior to the injuries you have. It's like, no duh, man. Consecutive years, I... Like, Tore my ACL, my Achilles in consecutive years, and still help a team win a championship. I mean, it hurt hearing that because it's like, man, I put in so much freaking effort to get back to this point. Like, it's hard to even put into words what I had to do to be the player I am today. And it's like, I played 55, 57 games in three years. Like, give me some freaking time to get that back and just. Hear someone say, "Oh, he's not the same prior to the as he was prior to injuries." Like, duh! Like, who goes through something like that and comes back? I I don't know. It just hurt my heart hearing that. But you know what? I'm gonna internalize it, and it's gonna be fuel for me to be even better. And I think I'm I'm very proud of what we accomplished last year, and I feel like I was a huge part of it. You know, so I'm not gonna let holy let these injuries be a crutch for me. I'm just gonna keep going and. I'm going to have a great year. I, I bet on that. I like the guy so much. 
and I'm rooting for the guy. And Charles Barkley, it sounds like, is rooting for the guy. But the real concern here is Barkley is saying he is not the player that he was, and Clay Thompson is saying, duh, of course I'm not. Okay, get it. Sympathy for you. I don't think anybody was suggesting, least of all Charles Barkley, that it was out of some sort of laziness or, or mistake. It's not a Ben Simmons situation or, or Clay Thompson put on weight, right? It's not a James Harden thing. It's not even a Joel Embiid thing right now where he's just not working that hard. But it doesn't really matter. As it relates to the impact on the Warriors, it's a distinction why, you know, why he's not the guy that he was without a difference. Yeah, it's injury and yeah, it's hard to come back from. Nobody was questioning that. It's not good. It's not good for Golden State. Can they be? Now, I think they can be championship level without a full clay. Jordan Poole can step up. Steph's amazing, but it's harder. It's just it's just harder to do. Clay Thompson, man, one of the three greatest shooters in the history of the game. This is a guy that scored forty some points in a quarter once. I mean, this guy is unbelievably talented. But what I hear there is resignation to the fact that he's not the player that he was, and maybe he won't be. He's not arguing with Charles Barkley. He's just saying, man, cut me some slack. Well, cutting you slack isn't pretending that you're, the, you're amazing when you're not. It's not. It's not, a, uh, it's, not, it's not a good sign. I like Clay Thompson, too, D-Cell. Like I don't know him that well, but he just seems like a, in my interactions with him and in every description from people who actually know him, Seems like it's just a cool dude, man. Very laid back, very surfer California vibe from Clay Thompson. And he looks like in the offseason he's having fun on the yacht. Like he's on the yacht. As he should be. You know what Clay Thompson's summer looks like? It looks like um, your favorite movie, Christopher Nolan's Batman, um, the second one, I think, where he's got to go to Hong Kong and kidnap the guy. He pretends that he's that he's on a yacht with a bunch of models. Good call. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great pull there. Yeah. I mean, he's not Clay's not Batman. He's Robin. But still, very similar kind of. You love that Christopher Nolan Batman, don't you? I don't know why everybody doesn't. It's amazing. The problem is, it's it's not even a top ten superhero movie of all time because of the Marvel movies. It's not even a top twenty superhero movie. Oh, man. I'm giving you my shocked face right now. The new... I saw that. The new Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer looks amazing. Amazing. Ant-Man, really? Dude, have you seen the Ant-Man movies? With Paul Rudd, yeah. I've, there's so many of them, though. Or, like, he's in so many of them. Like, it's, it's, it's too much. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not the Marvel Cinematic single movie. Yeah, he's in a lot of them. They're all in a lot of them. Man, can you imagine if, if your Batman had been in the cinema? You'd be a Marvel super fan. Diesel loves yachts. I love Nick Casas. He's awesome. And he joins us next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 